Welcome to my Idaho friends. I am your host, Jaime Lima, and we will be having conversations with business owners and centers of influence throughout the state of Idaho. Please make sure you follow us on our YouTube page and our Instagram, and I hope you enjoy the show. Cheers. And good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us uh, here at My Idaho Friends. As always, thank you, Argus TV, and uh, always a tough act to follow, Pierce Namaste. That guy is good. All right, let's go ahead and get started. I have my delicious beverage today brought to you by White Dog Brewing. Vanilla cream ale, no no big deal. My drinking vessel, courtesy of Warfield Distillery and Brewery. For those of you that don't know, they were out there, that town that, you know, that virus hit real hard. It was, um, you know, good job, guys. That was a shit show. Anywho, today is a really, really special day. I'm so super excited. Uh, It's going to be awesome. So, we're talking here to like the top 20 ranked most eligible bachelor in the Northwest. <laughs> ranked, okay, most eligible bachelor in Idaho. And number one here in the Treasure Valley, as he's known in the downtown bar circuit, Mr. Dingling, the one and only, the general manager of the Boise Hawks, Mike Van Heis, or as I like to call him, Mike Van Hustler. Brother, thank you for joining us today. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. I got a nice little summer shandy. If we're going to talk about baseball, we're going to talk summer. Nice little lemon beer. It's officially time. It's shandy time. So cheers, my friend. Mm Mm-hmm. Shandy. It just rolls off the tongue. Ah, yes. Unless unless you're a foreigner and you have an accent, then not so much. (laughs) But that's well, okay. I mean, I'm, I also am a foreigner when you think about it. I'm from the East Coast. I'm from New Jersey. So I'm sure that everyone's like, why is that funny guy with the accent talking to Jaime? <laughs> <laughs> uh, accents are in today. Accents are in. No, uh, thank you so much for making time. I have no doubt you got better things to do. Um, or maybe not. I. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a trip, not only for baseball, sports, and just on everything else. I don't know if you heard there's a virus going on, global pandemic, but we're not here to talk about that much today. We're going to talk about the wonderful game of baseball, which I know dick about. I mean, excuse me, nothing. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know a few things. I grew up watching baseball with my grandfather some of my fondest memories with him just back in the 80s and early 90s was just like the big rivalry was the la dodgers and like you know the oakland athletics there's the freaking jose panseco days canseco jose canseco (laughs) the blow and the hookers and everything it was just like a wonderful era of baseball i don't know what it's like now though the good old days of baseball (laughs) (laughs) right 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 um so um but yeah, uh, thank you for making time, and we're gonna we're gonna touch on uh, you know what's happening here with the Boise Hawks, uh, a little bit of the history and the background, and then also a little bit of what we get to look forward to as we start implementing the phases and, and we start uh, looking forward and uh, into what the new normal is gonna be. But before we get there, I wanna get to know. Well, I like everybody who's watching. All like two people. 
to get to know a little bit more about about my dear friend Mike. So tell us uh, where you're from, first of all, uh, a little bit about yourself. You know where you're from, what your background is, and uh, how the how in the world did you end up from New Jersey in um, New Boise? So. Uh... So like I mentioned earlier, born and raised, Tom's River, New Jersey. I mean, if you're familiar with MTV's The Jersey Shore, I mean, that's the town I grew oh, up yeah. in as a child. So. You could have done um, anything else. <laughs> <laughs> that's really that's good. to know. When you ask me about my mannerisms and how I talk and why I do the way, the things that I do, it has a lot to do with the fact of where, where I did grow up. But um, went to school. <laughs> GTL, Jim Tan Laundry. I mean, the tan, not going to work so much for me, but it is what it is. I do a lot of laundry, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, grew up, born and raised, Tom's River, New Jersey. Went to school outside Philadelphia. Um, majored in political science, uh, of all things, really. Uh, had a brief uh, career in uh, in politics and in campaigns. Um, had the opportunity. Oh, nice. to, I know, right? I uh, had the opportunity to take a position, uh, an internship with a team that was right next to where I grew up, the Lake of Blue Claws, um, and right after I graduated. And what I thought was, you know what, I'll do this for a year. Uh, if I don't like it, I've always loved sports. I've always loved baseball. So if I don't, if I like it, um, maybe it's something I can do. If I don't, you know, I'll go to law school, mom, finally. All right, I'll just go, I'll go to law school. Is this? And uh, that was 15 years ago. So started in the group sales department. Um, as an intern, got hired, stayed in the group sales department, moved over to ticket sales, corporate sales, game entertainment. Um, what I did was kind of grab almost every facet of the business. Um, and then while I was working on the All-Star Game in uh, 2013, um, had the opportunity uh, to be recruited to go down and run the ticket sales department for the Augusta Green Jackets um, in Georgia. So I went down there for a couple years. Um, that group bought the Boise Hawks at the end of the 2014 season. Um, mm. Here, saw a great market that was markets going like this. The team was kind of leveling off and, and dipping down, and saw a reclamation project of the Boise Hawks. So uh, they bought it at the end of 2014, and then at the end of 2015, beginning of 2016, I moved out here, and uh, and the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah, great history, man. Cheers to you. Then we're <laughs> lucky to have you. So glad that you're here. Thank you for making freaking real estate prices go up. <laughs> I've been doing my best. <laughs> I am joking, by the way. That was that was hard, hard, hard. That was a joke. Uh, so cool. So awesome background right there. Go down, um, you know, a little bit of down history lane. Now, you got here 2014. Like you said, things are on the up and up. You know, there's no virus going on yet. Not anybody's ever even planning or thinking this, there's going to be a global pandemic taking place later on. Um, what's the situation like when you get over uh, to to Idaho and you start working with the Boise Hawks? What does that look like? And then what plans do you guys start implementing in order to grow the brand, the team, and that community impact? You know that community involvement that you that the Boise Hawks are known for. Well, when I when I personally got here in 2015, or, yeah, 2015, um, what we did was uh, the first year um, kind of took a step back, um, really assessed the situation, um, saw that there was different types of, um, you know, different types of way to market the team. Um, at the time, they were the, the former, uh, the former ownership group and the former management group, um, and what they were with the Cubs. 
um, was kind of marketing the team as come see this future stars of tomorrow, um, which at the Boise Hawks and, and really in short season, a baseball, minor league baseball in general, um, it's really, really hard to promote players. Um, you have no control over where they go, if they get traded, if they get set up, if they get sent down. Um, when you get to the major league level, I mean, those are your starters. Those are your, your, your top line pitchers. So market players here we're marketing fun affordable family entertainment um and actually using the opportunity of eyeballs we're the only uh organized sport in the summertime uh for people to come out and enjoy a, a, a cold beer and a warm hot dog or a hot hot dog um and and be outside um you know competition wise luckily enough for us it's not so much uh the big blue monster downtown or or the steelheads those are great friends of ours um but it's mccall it's it's stanley it's sun valley it's uh it's leaving the valley uh leaving the treasure valley and not so much um you know for their staying here and we happen to be home we get a good uh, we get a good grasp of, of locking them in having them come out to a game Right on, dude. That's awesome. I was just uh, yelled at uh, over at Argus TV that I need to get my ear pods because otherwise I was just creating too much echo. Apologies to all of our viewers. No, no. Everybody noticed that. Uh, that's my bad. And you probably hear my children just killing each other outside my office. So you're talking about competition and you're talking about, you know, you know um, the, the footprint that, you know, you guys are trying to establish over here. Uh, but also uh, partnerships. You know, you're talking about the Blue Monster. Now, granted, with a with a name like my Idaho friends, why will anybody from outside of Idaho will be watching? But apparently, that's the case right now. As I look at, we have 11 people watching right now, and some of them are not here from Idaho. What do you mean when you say the Big Blue Monster? Right now? What exactly is it that you're talking uh, about? Boise State <laughs> University, the Big Blue Monster. <laughs> right. Yeah, the Big Blue Monsters, we, we call it here. I got to work on the delay. Uh, is is Boise State University, is Boise State football really in general? Um, you know, you got the Blue Turf. Um, they're the big, big Blue Monster. They're, the, they're the, the dominant force in town. Um, you know, as much as we're going to, to find our niche, uh, we definitely aren't going to bend the knee. Um, we're going to do our best to, to carve out uh, not only our fan base, but also, um, you know, our. our our, uh, our mutual friend Ben, I'm sure, really liked that. Uh, um, yeah. So we're, you know, we're going to carve out our fan base. We have, you know, we have Hawks fans, and and there's Boise State Bronco fans, and I'm sure there's a lot of overlap there. Um, so you know, we're going to do we're going to do our best to to lock up our folks and uh, and show them a good time. Like I said, family fun, affordable entertainment promotions that are unique, especially to this area. You know, I know we brought last year uh, Sergeant Slaughter uh, from WWE, uh, fireworks shows, things like that, um, that, you know, other places around the Valley you may not be able to that, get that kind of uh, that kind of entertainment um, at a sporting event. Yeah, I, dude, and, and it's awesome. And, you know, and like you were mentioning, you know, the focus on like, you know, having it to be uh, available, you know, to the community, you know, the families and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And there's something for everyone, you know. Of course, baseball has been around forever, you know, you hit the white ball with a stick, you know, there's a lot of homoerotic activity going on in the pit, you know, everybody's slapping each other in the ass, very progressive sport. I've always been a big fan, you know, I always fast forward and thinking. Um, cheers, <laughs> cheers to that. Always cheers to that. A lot of spitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, um, so the business aspect of the Boise Hawks, uh, what... 
you know, th since your arrival and, and then, you know, uh, how does that work when, you know, there's new ownership and now you're trying to, you know, uh, regain and grow the attention of the community and also the business community? How does that look like, you know, for a business owner that all of a sudden decides that, you know, or, or will like the, the ability, you know, to use you guys as a, as a way to, you know, to um, essentially market, you know, be a sponsor or, or any of those things. Do you guys, I'm assuming you guys have a program for that. You know, I'm not assuming I know that you do. Absolutely. Uh, how, how do they go about that? It, you know, it's a couple different paths of, um, and a couple different vessels to use, uh, to use a term of how people can use the Boise Hawks to drive their business forward. Um, the first thing we brought to the market was our business program, which revolves around our season seats. Um, and what it is, is it gives you 38, uh, 38 true opportunities to grow your business, whether it's uh, inviting out a potential client to a game or taking care of a current client or even employees or, or friends, because um, everyone likes to come out, everyone likes to be outside. Um, it's definitely an outdoor town, it's an outdoor sport. So it's uh, it gives you 38 shots to, um, to move the business forward, as we like to say. So whether it's, you know, especially on the, on the, the drawing new business side of it, people can, you know, have a list and uh, of new businesses or, or people they've been chasing. And, you know, you make phone calls, you make your, your, your cold calls every day. And then, uh, you know, trying to get a meeting, trying to get a meeting. But now it's like, instead of, uh, instead of another cold call of like, can we sit down and meet? It's like, Hey, I got tickets to next Thursday's Hawks game. You want to come with me? Um, and it kind of, you know, lets everyone's guard down. Um, you're at a ball game, you're having a beer, you're having a, and you're able to kind of have that personal moment with them. And, you know, just like uh, I, I was watching a couple of your former ones, I mean, uh, your former My Idaho Friends videos, it's like, you know, it's relationship and we're in the relationship business. So uh, whether we're making, helping other people create relationships or we're creating relationships on our own, um, that's really, that's our, that's our economy when it comes, when it comes down to it. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I remember. I mean, last year during Halloween, uh, you know, was it is called the you know open trunk trick or treat. Mm -hmm. um, the baseball yeah, week. You, you get, you, the ba yeah, the baseball week, and, and it was awesome. So so you get to go you know to the park, and you know you're in a control safe environment. Families show up. The kids are running wild. You know nobody's gonna like, you know not going to lose somebody and if you do lose somebody right. there's going to be a point you know where you're going to be able to you know go find your child i happen to appreciate that a great deal because i have a five-year-old and a uh, soon to be three-year-old and uh, as much as i love them they are always trying to find ways to kill themselves which <laughs> is you know the the, the the lovely part of uh, you know being a parent and uh, at least here in Idaho, you know, we're so wide open and the community is great. You know, we, we, we're a little bit different, you know, uh, from, you know, from a lot of places in the country. And then it's just like the, the sense of community that we have is also enhanced by the programs and the opportunities that you guys facilitate uh, over here in the Valley. So that's pretty awesome. Now, I want you to be a little bit more specific. I, I, I'm going to put you in the spot. So let's say like somebody like myself, right? So, uh, you know, what, what do those sponsorship levels you know there's something different for everybody i let's say i want to have you know like see some tickets that i can give away to clients or maybe like you know i want to sit down with a with a 
you know, whoever, individual family business owner that I'm looking to the business way or just enhanced, you know, or relationship as far as like a center of influence and whatnot. What, what does that look like? Okay. Because we are, we are looking forward for everything opening up. You know, we, we want to be safe. We want to be uh, courteous. You know, there are people who currently are still at risk. And as we start entering, you know, the new normal, uh, we want to make sure that those who are at risk are also safe, but we want to make sure that everybody starts, you know, getting back to work and also enjoying life, you know, and, and the great outdoors and the four seasons that we have here in Idaho. So tell me specifically, what does that look like? Like if I, somebody like myself wants to have a certain level of sponsorship, you know, like what, what would I do? Like reach out to you and what's that going to cost me? How do I do it? Well, one of the great things about kind of the different ways that we're able to do things is one, we don't have a cookie cutter rate sheet of like, hey, this is what your your gold, silver, bronze um, levels look like. We look at budgets, we look at your individual budgets, we look at what your needs are. Are you trying, is it just strictly brand awareness? Is it traffic driving? Is it relationship building? And finally, the, um, you know, not to use a baseball term to be, uh, you know, your sweet spot of where are the things that we can be able to touch on the things that trigger you and make you yep. find the value in our relationship with you guys. To use the season ticket um, model, for example, because I think that's probably the best, um, the best use or, or, or the best uh, the best vessel again um, for for you to grow your business with the Boise Hawks. I'm gonna use Jaime your your business as an example, because like I mentioned yep. earlier, you're gonna get 38 shots to to uh, whether it's whether it's taking hanging out with your current clients hanging out with your friends all your my idaho friends or hanging out with um you know even people that might be potential even people that might be potential clients for you 38 shots um four tickets per game in our box section uh which has waitress Mm -hmm. service i mean Mm -hmm. you're looking at somewhere you're looking at somewhere like two thousand to twenty one hundred dollars um the neat things on that is especially for maybe some of the new clients where uh, you'll have a a a, um, a, a ex- account executive here who can help facilitate some of the unique uh, opportunities that we have. Throwing out a first pitch, getting your kids involved in games, or your clients' kids involved in games, taking pictures. Uh, what we like to do is create those we call a Mastercard moments or Whiteman. Um, and what we do is for Jaime, if you were to bring out. You know, Bob from XYZ Company, or like uh, Bob's a, Bob's someone I've been trying to get. And we go, hey, Bob's bringing his kid out. Bob him throw out a first pitch, and we're taking pictures of his kid. We don't send the, we don't send the pictures to Bob. That doesn't help Jaime. What we do is the next day we send it, we send the pictures to you, Jaime. So you're able to send them um, whether you were at the game or not at the game. We're able to get that extra touch point for you. You know, you can go to Walmart and get a dollar ninety nine frame printed out and say, "Hey, Bob, uh, Jaime with the Hawks, or Jaime uh, heard you had a great time at the Hawks game last night. Um, I got a picture of your kid throwing out the first pitch. Can I swing by and drop it off?" Now you're in their office. And that's half the battle. I mean, we know, both of us know, um, that's what business is about. It's about getting in the door. Once you're in the door, then you can start, you know, elevator pitch or whatever you want to do. And you're, you're, you're halfway there. And that's the, that's kind of the, you get 38 shots of that. So if you close one, you close two, look at, you know, everything beyond that. I think one or two, depending on, you know, the business will pay for itself. And then it's exponential from there. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, thank you for thank you for breaking that down for all of us. Now uh, let's talk about a little bit more about the sport, specifically the players and whatnot. So like, mm-hmm. like how 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 are you getting all these amazing athletes? How are you getting all these studs? And uh, what's the link, uh, if any, to you know like you know professional athletes? You know pushing to the next level. 
is is this somewhere where you know we're 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 farming out or I shouldn't say farming out that just I don't want to be a little no it's called the farm so let's just farm them out man <laughs> effing stuff <Dang. laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. who are you working with who who are you sending out to tell me tell me the things tell me the truth what's going on so so how it works in the bit how our in our business is everything outside the white lines that's our stuff so signs billboards tickets entertainment um that's all on us everything inside the lines coaches trainers players that comes from the colorado rockies so uh they've been great partners of ours for five years now um our guys are slowly but surely moving themselves up the um up the ladder we had um uh in 20 2016 uh garrett hampson who was the second round pick for the rockies um his his actual brother works for us um he's worked his way up he's now their starting second he's now the rockies starting second baseman so our guys work their way through the system. They've got a couple years to go. Some fast track. I've seen some guys in my career fly up the ranks. Um, started with started at a team either I was working for or was playing against. And next year, the year after, I was seeing them in the major leagues. Um, so our guys are, are working their ways up. It's uh, player wise, it's all on the Colorado Rockies. They've done a fantastic job these past couple years. Um, they love drafting. They love drafting young, uh, young raw talent. Um, and they're going to bring them up and uh, hopefully, um, you know, as the Rockies saw, uh, saw the Valley, just as we did, saw the Valley moving. Our oh. single players there, um, our short there season go. A players there moving up, uh, mm-hmm. we'll be able to, um, you know, we might be able to get some new Rockies fans. So every year as, you know, when we go to the ballpark, we see a couple more Rockies jerseys, a couple more Rockies hats. Um, because it's in the Seattle market, it's not a Denver market, it's a Boise market. Um, so yeah. uh, Denver and the folks over at the Rockies say, hey, why don't we just stick our flag in here and see if we can get some more Rockies hats. So I think every year uh, I see more and more, and I know it's going to continue on. Right on, man. That's pretty cool. Thank you for breaking that down. I actually had no idea that's what's going on. So they're the ones that are making sure, you know, they're bringing up the talent and who is available for the Boise Hawks. Yeah, they do. They do everything player related is on them. So okay. And to include the coaching you mentioned. Yes. Coaches. Okay. Cool. Coaches, trainers. Yeah. so if you notice, I have a method to my madness. You know, everybody's like, okay, Jaime's just drinking. He doesn't know what's going on. His kids are yelling in the background. His mom, you know, his mom, his wife is upset at him. Probably true, all things. Now, past, present, let's look at the super brightest future, you know, that we have ahead of us, all right? So uh, a lot of people are concerned with everything that's going on right now. I like to be, you know, I'm more of a guy, you know, like my 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 beer book, my beer mug is half full or all the way. I guess in this occasion, uh, cheers to the shanty over there. Um, cheers. Why? I got a backup. What is? You got a backup as you should, because I got plenty over here. You this, my office is plenty stuff. Yeah, I will not disappoint our viewers. Uh, <laughs> all two of them. <laughs> but no, all, all jokes aside, though. Like, so what? What's the plan? Okay, so we have our faces, and I'm not gonna. This is not the time to go over the intricacies of you know how we're reopening Idaho and whatnot. You know, this is very niche. But uh, what is the 
plan for the Boise Hawks as you guys are getting ready, you know, to, to strike the new normal? What's that going to look like, and what what is going to be in the implementation of getting everybody, you know, you know, getting everybody back out to the ball game and uh, and, and 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 beyond? Okay, so this has affected everybody. It has affected you. It has affected you. It's affected you know the, the, the team, the players, the coaches people that want to be attending, you know, set games with, with their children and whatnot, and, you know, their spouses and their girlfriends, not, not both at the same time. What's the plan? What does that look like? Well, that, you know, that's the, that's the unique thing is that it, it truly is a moving target right now. Um, it seems like every day it's something brand new, some new guideline or some lesson guideline. Um, so we're fully uh, we're fully uh, looking forward to kicking off on June 22nd um, at Memorial Stadium with our opening day. Um, we take our we take our uh, our marching orders from Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball. Um, there are two governing bodies. Um, so once Major League Baseball, I really truly think that once Major League Baseball gets gets their house in order, then they'll concern themselves with minor league baseball, figure out what's the right model to move forward with. Hey, this is working here. Let's activate at our thirty at our thirty ball our, our thirty markets. Okay, this is how, this is what the plan is. Let's let's activate downwards to the hundred and sixty minor league baseball market. So, um, you know, there's been a lot of different things that's been reported on speculation. I mean, it's all speculation. Nobody knows anything when it comes to that. Um, so we're, you know, there's been some new reports re re relatively recently that Major League Baseball is going to be getting back to Arizona and Florida in mid-June and kicking off July 1. Mm -hmm. uh, luckily enough for us here in Idaho, uh, Governor Little's Phase 4 opens up sporting venues under C CDC guidelines um, right around our opening day. So finding out um, right. as we start, as Major League Baseball um, figures out and other sporting uh, sporting entities figures out what are the CDC guidelines. Here's what we're going to do: social distancing, uh, contact tracing, things along those lines. Once they figure out what's the plan on their end, then we'll be able to activate Memorial Stadium. And um, we're fully confident, not only our ownership but the management team here at uh, in Boise, that. Uh, once we get our, once we figure out how, then we'll be able to do. So, so actually, like uh, the word is um, is moving forward. Uh, we're gonna know what to do as soon as we're told what to do. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's interesting. You know, no, no, a lot of people would not think that you know major leagues make. Baseball is just the same factor, you know, for you guys. But it's all, it's all intertwined. It's all connected. Mm -hmm. No. As I continue to sip on this delicious nitro local beer, now we get into the round of the really, really tough questions. Because you know the, the, the shanty is good, bro, but I, the, you know, that might as well be water. No, if you're just feeling really <laughs> We so are my for having. <laughs> you notice that I, I went to for the support of this, like you know, the, my wall <laughs> right here. And that's how you know that the, the, the real questions are, are, are coming. Here comes the hard-hitting ones. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it. Dude, dude I, that's why I love you and your haircut, man. That's why you are the most eligible <laughs> bachelor right here in the valley. It's like, ladies. That's right. Do you want me to... Just, hey, just put your phone over on Jaime's Facebook page. <laughs> right. Social distancing okay. date is, it dates our truly, our things now. Yeah. I just feel like I'm gonna get fired, and I'm not even actually like. 
hired. <laughs> I'm just here. Um, so, you know, for the, for the folks that are watching, you know, all one and a half of you, um, we had, you know, over here in the local level, you know, talking about a new stadium, the pros, the cons, there was a vote. I love democracy. I also love capitalism. I also love fairness. And uh, not to quote a comedian that is no longer even relevant, I love justice. But uh, what did that look like for you guys? Okay, so you're, you guys are still in the old original stadium uh, out by the fairgrounds. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the, the plan was to have a new stadium. It did not happen. It didn't get approved. What, you know, are, are the Boise Hawks and, and on ownership and as far as like looking to the future, as far as like, you know, you know how, how are we going to work around this? And, you know, I'm not saying that I'm pro and con, but I just want to know what the, what the future plan is, if any, you know, in order to, to move that needle, you know, to the right, if you may. For those mm -hmm. of you who are watching, that looks weird as I see my hand with a delay over here on the screen. Um, you know, what what was that all about? You know, if you give us a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of history, if you go back a little bit to, you know, to just refresh everybody's memories and then what are the plans for the future as far as like the stadium goes? Well, I will be honest, the, the COVID has really, um, has, has kind of uh, taken our focus away from um, and I say our focus, the, the focus of, of management here in Boise. Um, ownership is still um, is, is strongly considering, um, you know, a lot of different plans. Uh, I wish I could tell you a lot more about them, but to be honest, it's uh, it's has been a very far away from my uh, my kind of purview. Right now, our focus has been, you know, the safety of our fans and the safety of our um, of our staff figuring out where we're going, where are we going to be, what's going on with 2020. Um, so we've kind of, I at least personally, um, have, have kind of stepped away from that side of it and have, have really truly focused on uh, on where the focus should be. And that's Memorial Stadium and giving our fans the best 2020 possible. Would I love a new stadium? Absolutely. I think that um, seeing what our, what our sister team in Augusta in South Carolina uh, in North Augusta, South Carolina, put together with SRP Park, it I would put that I would put that baseball stadium up against any other baseball stadium in the country when it comes to minor leagues. Um, Boise deserves a stadium like that. Um, this market deserves to have a venue that they can look at very proudly with. So, um, Memorial Stadium is our home, and and uh, mm -hmm. you know when we when we over in 2014, we put a lot of lipstick on that pig. We've been able to install uh, a brand new video board. Um, we, we've been able to make a lot of changes. We've invested a lot of money in Memorial Stadium as an ownership group. Um, a lot of stuff behind the scenes and player amenities and, and being able to provide faster food service and things along those lines. Um, so, you know, when, when, the, when the, uh, the opportunities for a new stadium come across, um, I'm sure, and I'm fully confident in our ownership to move it uh, to move it in the right direction. That I think is uh, not only uh, that's fair and balanced, and and truly is something that Boise can look at and say, 
that that's our that's our thing. That, you know, that's something that we were able to do. So I'm excited. Right. I, but by the way, I uh, very much appreciate your genuine and authentic answer to that. You know, you uh, putting you know lipstick on that pig. Uh, I because it's true. Right, and uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. By the way, it's still, still the place to be as far as like you know local baseball and getting out of the house and just you know if you have a love for the sport and and, and you get it, then, then you know that that's the place to be. Now, I know this is not what you want to talk about, but here you are, and I get to drive this shit. So you know, suck it up. Looking back at that time, you know, when the, the, in, during that decision-making process, all right, what what was it that was working against you? You know, what were the cons that eventually, you know, turned that needle to the left as far as like, okay, no new stadium, and then again, opinions are opinions, right? Everybody's got one, but what is it? Excuse me, the beer. Um, you know, the pros on your side, I said, you know, the good things that that it could have potentially come from having a new stadium and whatnot. So let's start. Let's start with the, you know, the like, let's just call them liabilities, all right? What everybody the reason why everybody was against it, whether it was like noise, parking, space, whatever that might have been. And then uh, from you guys' end, or at least from your end, you know, I, I don't I don't mean to put you in the spot, but that's why I'm here. Put you in the spot. Mm -hmm. You know, what was it that that you know, that they could have been um because I want to do, I want to kind of sort of I don't want to say that I'm gonna predict because everything that's happening right now nobody was expecting. But sometime into the future, like you mentioned, you know, ownership, you know, when they can lean forward on, on a new stadium and whatnot, you know. Uh, I uh, I don't wanna reveal my cars as far as where I where I fall, you know, on, on that decision making process and on the choice, okay, because I remain neutral as I drink my beer. Mm -hmm. But uh there are also a lot of positive things that that can come you know from from Seb stadium so um, please go ahead and take it from there um you know that's the that's the interesting side of it is i think there's a lot and this is me personally um here on the ground and you know day in and day out especially during um the times of votes and you know uh, um uh, petitions and, and things along those lines. I mean, we we honestly uh, looked at the, I mean, that's what that's what the voters voted for. That's why there's a vote. Yeah. So um, when it comes yeah. to Prop 2, and I don't even know if it, was, if it was Prop 1 or Prop 2 at this point, I'm trying to remember, it was so long ago. It wasn't even that long yeah, ago, that's okay. when you truly think about it, but it just feels like it's, it's forever. Um, it, I know, uh, <laughs> it wasn't, but it, but it was. It, you know, it's it, it's just information. Um, I think there was a uh, there was uh, a lot of things that were missing, kind of on the information side of it, so people can just um, can are, are like just like you said, truly uh, allowed to have their opinions. Um, driving the information, uh, you know, it's a, it's the attention economy when it comes to stuff like that, and um, and they got the the the, the, uh, the opposing side got the. Uh, got their, their mention out. Pros wise, I mean, it's just, it's, it truly would become the, the premier event center of probably the Northwest. Um, you're talking about professional soccer with a USL team, uh, the Boise Hawks, right. um, mm -hmm. you know, Boise State hosting some events from time to time. Um, I know they've been in, they've been out uh, when it comes to that project. Um, concerts, 
festivals, things along those lines, where people can actually look and find a thing that's gonna be relatively close to downtown, a downtown core with Greenbelt um, uh, access. So that instead of, uh, you know, driving to a location like right now is Memorial Stadium, um, when people talk about traffic and people talk about parking and lights and things along those lines, you know, traffic for, for all intents and purposes, when you really think about it, I know we've talked about this, um, right. you know, all of our baseball games uh, it, are at night. So everyone talks, about, you know, remember, we remember long, long time ago and a couple months ago when people would talk about traffic um, on the connector, yeah. people were leaving, people were leaving Boise. And that's where people would complain about traffic at five o'clock, six o'clock. Um, we're actually drawing people into the downtown core with a facility like that for a baseball game. So whether you work, if you work downtown and you have tickets that night and your family's coming and you live in Napa Caldwell Meridian, um, maybe they will come downtown. So you're taking cars actually off the connector going west. Um, you go have dinner downtown, you go catch a ball game, whether it's soccer or baseball, um, or you're staying for an event or having an indoor, indoor festival or things like that. So um traffic was always one where i kind of was like you gotta look at the mathematics side of it it's like we're actually gonna be keeping we're actually gonna be bringing people to downtown boise mm -hmm. against the grain as opposed to the opposite um parking uh the plans had had plans for parking um or at least the ideas had plans for parking um that's an area of you know where we're looking at in the west end there's an area of downtown that truly was has been underutilized for a long time there's a lot of uh there's a lot of space for people to park and especially when you know when five o'clock six o'clock rolls around and people are coming back downtown the parking opens up i mean it's people never complain right. about parking at a steelheads game people never complain about parking at a concert at the um at the uh at the arena there and that's only that's less than a mile away from where our actual footprint for the stadium was going to be uh i'll tell a story about about sound um when I, I went out and helped out with the last two weeks of SRP Park, uh, which is the new mm -hmm. stadium that we built a couple years ago in, in uh, South Carolina. And we had the music at 10 o'clock at night, uh, blasted as loud as it possibly could get. And inside the stadium, it would hurt your ears. If you stepped outside the actual stadium, you couldn't, I couldn't tell you what song was playing. That's just how it's sound, um, and uh, and uh, what's it, what's the word? Uh, acoustics have changed acoustics. so much in the last thirty years that instead of just blasting out sound in all directions to make it as loud as possible, they are it's it's very geared like this speaker is going to cover this area here. Um, and the same thing with lights, with LED lights, and with um, you know our our goal is not to turn on the lights and basically make a new sun in downtown Boise. <laughs> The lights are supposed to hit the field and make sure people don't trip over. So, um, so all of those, all of those uh, cosmetic uh, kind of ideas. Each one of them, um, when you're talking about information, trying to get it out, we were trying, we were doing our best to and on hand to hand combat. Um, as I was talking to folks in the community, I spent a lot of time talking to folks in the community. Like, no, no, no this yeah. is truly how it's supposed to be. I mean, we're not picking up Memorial Stadium. Yeah and all of the guts and all of the glory of Memorial Stadium and dropping it. This is a state-of-the-art facility that I promise you when we're done, you will be so proud to look at and so happy to come to games and so happy to cheer on your Boise Hawks or your Boise soccer team, 
come to a festival, come to a beer festival, things along those lines. So uh, like I mentioned earlier, we're confident that, uh, I'm confident personally that uh, that this ownership group has has Boise and has the, the not only the best in uh, the best for the city and best for the Treasure Valley in mind when it comes to putting together a venue like yeah. that. Right. What were, what were the numbers like? Uh, at least like the the, you know, the estimates as far as like you know what it was going to bring to the city. Um, you know, I'm talking about money. Um, Mm -hmm. um, what, what, I mean, there were projections. I'm sure then you had to present projections with your business plan and, and, and everything else. Like, what, what was that looking like? Had it, had it, had it gone uh, through? I personally was not um, privy to those projections when it came to that okay. side of it. We left that on the ownership side. Um, I can only Fair tell enough. you what we're Fair doing enough. right now. Uh, at okay, Memorial yeah, Stadium well, again, and that's the kind of and that's kind of the best part about our model is that myself and our vice president Bob, who were uh, who are the folks here on the ground and talking to uh, sponsors and talking to ticket holders and talking to fans and the community um, have kind of been insulated away from the the, deci the decision making and, and things along those lines with the stadium. So okay. uh, I wish I could tell you more, but I don't, I can't. <laughs> no, that's okay. If you're not involved in the decision making process and you're just too busy, just slaying it, you know, prior to the world of pandemic <laughs> downtown, you know, in the bar circuit. 8 a.m. meetings at, uh, at breweries. Uh, yeah, I know. And it's just like, why, you know, <laughs> by the way, when that becomes a new norm, holla at your boy yeah. and I'll be there for you. As a, as a, as a self-force multiplier in any way, or at least, you know, <laughs> just like cheering for you in the background. Your, your hype man, if you may, your hype man. <laughs> I could use All right. <laughs> so we're, we're getting pretty close to the end over here. And I uh, was actually not very aware of high, you know, this nitro. Oh, the percentage? It's not that. Yeah, well, it's not that high, but perhaps I've been drinking it too fast. And also the fact <laughs> that I've just been working all day sitting in front of the screen. Um, but um, I'm not gonna lie, I am absolutely, without a doubt, I'm being completely honest, out of questions, as far as on the baseball side of the house. But uh, um, I do have uh, a few things that I'm curious about. And, and again, not to put you in the spot or whatnot. So the athletes, which is the talent, if you may, mm -hmm. the studs uh, for Boise Hawk, uh, what is it, that uh you know as, as a business you know as an entity how are they being taken care of or are they being taken care of at all i know that's a tricky i don't mean to put you in the spot but you know that's mm -hmm. that's what i get paid the zero bucks for to ask those <laughs> to ask um, those questions when it comes to player compensation again that's handled at the colorado rockies level i know major league baseball has agreed to uh pay some guys some more um so i think those numbers are going to start to go up um, they stay with host families, so a lot of their um, needs that are here um, are, are handled and helped by the, by those folks there, uh, and they're a great cool. group of folks. They really are. Uh, one of the kind of unique and neat things about, especially here, is like they'll show up in mid-June and be gone on Labor Day, and in those 84 days, they'll play 78 baseball or 76 baseball games. Um, so if they're not on a bus in Vancouver or Hillsborough or on their way there, they're playing games here. So mm -hmm. 
those guys don't have a lot of time to spend money. Um, that's just how baseball kind of works. Uh, so they're, uh, I, I know this year the kind of the compens. So this year the compensation's going up, um, but they really don't have much time to spend it. You know, it's you know all of our games are night games. So when they're done at eleven o'clock, eleven thirty, um, and a lot of them are under the age of twenty-one. There's not a lot of going to Hump and Hannah's or. Uh, or, or fatties. Really? They're under the age of 21. Oh, so they're just... Most they're of just our, yeah, most of our guys are... So they're spending all the money at so. the Spearman Rhino. Wow. I use, yes, uh, I, I believe that's exactly where, yeah. Uh, just Which is funny, because I see him there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't need to do that, Mike. As the most yeah. eligible bachelor in the Valley, <laughs> I mean, come on, you're just throwing everybody a bone now. You're just showing... Well, no, I'm just... Uh, I've always... I'm always across the street at the advanced auto parts, so <laughs> I just can't walk in. It's weird. No, that's okay. It's not weird at all, man. You're a good dude. <laughs> well, here's the thing. We're gonna start uh, closing it up. Uh, first of all, uh, Mike, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate you to uh, putting up with my accent and barely understanding what it is that I'm asking you. Uh, that means a great deal to me. Both you and I are in dire need of a haircut and um, and, and good company, <laughs> aka you know you and I with each other. Um, thank you for being authentic. Thank you for being honest. I, I know during these times, you know, <laughs> that that's not necessarily easy. And uh, and thank you for informing us and educating us on everything Boise Hawks, you know, local baseball minor league team. That is that you know that and, and just blah ranting beer thank you um <laughs> i also want to thank argus productions all right over here that's Argus right thank City, you that's uh jed justin and erica they could you know send this opportunity to about anybody else and for whatever reason they're taking this huge risk on me to be talking to my friends and asking just absolutely of the change questions hopefully is valuable for them because it's most certainly valuable to me and i hope that it was valuable to you mike and, and and your fine organization here in the valley and here in boise um last but not least all right uh guys we're here every wednesday at six we're going to continue to do our very best to just bring you some engaging and impactful conversations uh, we're not only business owners, but also a center of influence, such as Mike, who is, was just absolutely killing it in the downtown bar circuit until this all happened. So whoever has any say on, like, you know, the Bachelor show, you're missing out on a great opportunity. So uh, your, your loss, okay, whatever network does that show. Um, and then, absolutely, very last, but not least, okay? We have not faced as a generation anything like this. So if you're watching and whether you think this was man-made or whether you think this is a conspiracy or there's an agenda of some sort or you happen to like, you know, citations and you're listening to whether it's your local or your countrywide epidemiologists and infectious diseases professionals, if you're going to voice an opinion, because we all have one, just go ahead and be kind. All right. We're all, we're all taking a big <laughs> bite of this shit sandwich together. And there's nothing that we can do about it. And if there's anything that we can do, uh, at least while we're voicing opinions and ideas, and whether they're from the heart, 
from the mind is at least do your very best to approach it in a kind way. Again, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Argos Productions and Argos TV. Thank you, Erica and Justin. And uh, thank you all of you for uh, putting up with my accent and my ranting and my, uh, and my fro. And uh, we will be seeing you again at some point in time if uh, Argos Productions doesn't fire me. And um, take care. And when you get a chance, Idaho, go ahead and be kind to each other. Cheers, Mike. Cheers to all of you at home or wherever Cheers, you're right. watching from. And take care. Thank you.